It's March 2020, and you were just told your business has to shut down due to a global pandemic. It should be contained soon, and you only have to close down for two weeks. But two weeks becomes three months, three months becomes six months. You're barely making ends meet in your personal life, and your business is pretty much in the toilet. Finally, you get word your business can open but only with major stipulations. You must operate at half capacity, spend money to keep clients six feet apart, and no double booking. Now, how is this considered open? How will you be able to recoup the money you didn't make during the shutdown? Plus, several of your clients have lost their jobs. Are they even going to come back to you? Should you raise your prices to catch up? Maybe give major discounts so your clients will come back through the door? Sound familiar? Did this happen to you or something close to it? In this episode, I'm going to talk about non-emotional pricing, not allowing your emotions to dictate what your pricing should be, but using the cost to do business, research, and what you want to make be the driving force of what your service costs should be. Welcome to Life After Beauty School, What I Wish Someone Told Me, a podcast for glampreneurs who want to take their business to the next level. If you struggle with building your clientele, marketing yourself on social media, working long hours behind the chair, or maybe you've been in the beauty industry for a while and you're tired of hustling and ready to run an effective business, you might want to stop and take a listen because this podcast is for you. I'm Deandra Giselle, hairstylist, business coach, and educator. I discuss real action plans and solutions to help you live a wealthy life. Now let's get into this podcast. Hello, Glampreneurs. This is episode 33 of the Labs podcast. We are almost a year into this, and I want to talk about pricing. It's a question I get from a lot of hairstylists, and it seems to be based on reasons other than business. In the beginning of the episode, I describe one of the most stressful, emotional, hard times that happened to you, to the industry. Heck, even to me, we needed money after our businesses were shut down, and instead of getting help, we got more stipulations that cost what? More money. Naturally, prices needed to be raised to accommodate all the new regulations. But how could you raise your prices when you know your client Michelle just lost her job, Leslie is having a hard time due to her kids being depressed, and her hair visits are the only thing that keep her sane, Sandra's significant other left her, and she's barely making ends meet. How can you raise your prices on these clients? They're hurting and they need a break, right? I'm here to tell you, so do you. So does your business. As blunt as this may come out, and I mean no harm when I say this, it's not your problem and has nothing to do with what you charge your clients. Take the emotional attachment out of running your business and run your business like a Fortune 500 company. Did she just say that? 
Yes, I did. And here's why. The cost to do business is still the same, no matter what you or your clients are going through. The cost to do business is your overhead, the products you use, your monthly or weekly rent, the water bill, electricity bill, the insurance, your license. The list can go on and on and on. And those prices stay the same no matter what is going on in your life or your client's life. You have fixed costs such as your rent that comes no matter what you charge your clients. Plus, you need to make money to provide for yourself and your family. Sob stories don't pay the bills. So what should your pricing be based on? I'm glad you asked. To answer that question, the first thing that you need to do is figure out how much does it cost to run your business a month. You should have a spreadsheet that breaks down every single cost of your business. And I do mean everything. To keep it simple, you can start with a template from Google Sheets, fill in the blanks, and then it will do the calculations for you. I actually have a video on my website under resources that goes step-by-step on how to do this. Once you know this number, how much it costs for your business to run monthly, you have a better understanding of your bottom line, what the minimum is you must make to keep your doors open. There are two types of costs that you're going to have in your business. Fixed costs, which is costs that stay the same every single month, and variable costs, which means it it fluctuates monthly. Your fixed costs are simple and you put them in the budget and you keep moving because you know they're not gonna change. Variable costs, you're gonna do an average, uh, maybe set the maximum that it could be. For example, I know that I spend about $300 on color a month based on the services scheduled. In my budget, I would allot $300 to purchase color. In short, your variable costs are gonna be the things that vary from month to month maybe depending on services or usage. And you wanna just put the maximum of what that would be. So during bookkeeping, you can assess if you really spent more or less in that amount. So if I know that I had a ton of color services this month and I allotted myself, let's say $400 for color and really I only spent 300 when I'm doing my bookkeeping for that month, I can adjust that cost to see the true amount of money that I made that month. Be sure to give yourself a max, okay? Don't do the minimum, do the max. This is going to allow you to budget that money and assign the money where you need it. Also, you wanna set a max so that way you don't go over it because you know as hairstylists, we get excited about products and tools and we start overspending. So when you give yourself a max and you see that you may have a little bit of wiggle room for something extra, you can go ahead and get excited about those products and tools that you may or may not need. The next part, after you've determined what it costs to keep your doors open, and so we haven't even touched your profits, what's going in your pocket, just what it costs for you to keep the doors of your salon open. Once you figure that out, the next step is to figure out the average cost of services in your area. So what is the average cost of services that are similar to yours in the area your salon is in or your business is in. This can be tricky because I'm not telling you to see what people are charging and either match them or charge less than them. I'm saying to do your research and see what's happening in your area. What is the going rate? You may want to also see if these salons have websites. Is there a social media presence? See what the vibe and 
branding of that business is. Once you have that information, now it's time to decide how your salon compares to them. For example, if one of the salons you've researched are upscale, has a great client experience, and charges $150 for a haircut and style, you may want to consider to do the same, especially if you have a great client experience. So what you're doing there is you're matching your experience with that salon that is upscale, has a great client experience, they have great reviews, they're charging $150, so you know in your business you should not charge less than $150 if you you're in the similar area. It's not about undercutting, it's about getting what you're worth. When it comes to researching your area, you don't wanna lowball other hairstylists in that area just to get clients under their feet. There's room at the top for everyone. And by the way, you'll end up getting the clients that you want because you're gonna have your branding and your social media and everything up to par so you don't need to compete with anyone. You just want to see what's out there. You want other people to know what you're doing. And since the other salon has a similar, not the same, but similar experience to you, you know that you wanna be at least a around that ballpark. The last point I want to talk about is the most important of all. How much do you want to make, period? Every time a client comes in and pays your services, all that money is not yours. Some goes to your business, a percentage to taxes, expenses, overhead, and then you get to keep the profit. With that being said, how much money do you want to make after you take care of all your business expenses? This is why knowing your budget, your business numbers is so important. But let's take all the business expenses out for a second and just focus on you. What does it take for you to live the life you want to live? For me, when I first moved to California in 2012, it was $5,000 a month. My goal was to make about $60,000 in that year. But there was a slight issue. What I didn't factor in my whole plan of taking $5,000 a month was my business expenses. And at the end of the day, I had no clue of what my salon was making every month. It was a problem, guys. It was a problem, which is why I am trying to help you now. Let's say you want to make $5,000 a month and it takes about $3,500 to keep your business running. You need to make $8,500 a month, $8,500 a month to keep your business and yourself afloat. You see why you can't charge pricing based on emotions or what your clients are going through? You are literally taking food out of your mouth, your kid's mouth, whoever's mouth, you are hindering yourself from the life that you want. You are putting your business in a bind because you are feeling bad for that person. Listen, I'm not saying don't have compassion for them. Your job is to make them look better, which will essentially make them feel better. Sure, give them encouragement during the visit. Yes, give them the best cut color of their lives. Absolutely make them feel special with the extra scalp massage at the shampoo bowl. But do not, I repeat, do not lower your pricing to help them. Let's keep it real. When they scheduled their appointment, they knew their situation and they still scheduled the appointment. So do not change your pricing for them. Remember, you are running a Fortune 500 company 
You cannot base your pricing based on what they're going through or you feeling bad for them. Your clients will only respect your business if you treat it as such. Lowering your prices based on the situation puts you in the friend zone, the home girl who also does my hair zone, not the businesswoman who runs a professional business. So stay true to you and the things that you want and you want to see out of your life and your business and take the emotions out of pricing. Base it on what? Let's recap. The costs that it takes to run your business, your fixed and your variable costs, the research that you've done in your area to see what other businesses comparable to yours are charging, and what you want to make in a month. That is what you're basing your prices off of. So I'm sorry to the client, Michelle, who lost her job. Leslie, I know you and your kids are having a hard time. And Sandra, I'm sorry your significant other left you like that. But the cost is the cost, okay, guys? So stay true to you, stay true to your prices, and remember your value. You are valuable, and that is why they are coming to see you. I want to leave you with this quote, and I'm not sure who said it, but it resonates with me so much, and I hope it'll do the same for you. Don't make a permanent decision based on a temporary emotion. Don't make a permanent decision based on a temporary emotion. Wow. Basing your prices on emotion will hurt your business permanently. Either you won't be able to make ends meet in your business or at home, or you have an upset client because the last time they came to see you, you charged them this amount, and now it's more the next visit. You must base your prices on facts and business needs. The way Way your clients feel will change. The way you feel will change. So don't make permanent decisions based on temporary emotions. Thank you, Glampreneurs, for listening to me and for hanging out with me. I appreciate you. I would love to connect with you, so don't be a stranger. Follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. Subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can find all my business building tips. Lastly, DeandraGiselle.com will be your go-to spot for all your business needs, so be sure to check that out. And don't forget to leave a review and a rating. And if you feel compelled to do so take a screenshot of this podcast cover and post it on your social media platforms thank you so much until next time glampreneurs stay connected